There we go. We started the recording. We got the video on. We got the audio on. Round of applause. We are back at it again. Thank you so much for tuning in. Ben Hop, Community's cor- Community Corner, DJ Ben Hop on ExcitementRadio.com. And today is a very special day. Today is a very special day because I have a very special guest in the building right now with me. And I want to go live on my Instagram also. See, I'm trying to do like 10 things at one time. Yeah, me too. There you go. But I want to introduce my special guest for today, Vanity. How you doing, girl? Round of applause. Let me make sure I got the right mic on for you. Where you at? I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. There you go. Three. Bam, bam, bam. Ah, I got the right mic for you. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You sounding good. You sounding good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. Yes, and I, I first of all, I want to thank you, number one, for finding time in your schedule to come out here and chop it up with me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I feel like this is going to be a very deep and very informative show today. Probably be- so. Because of, <laughs> of what we're going to get into. Um, yeah. um, and the topic of the show is the dangers of the music industry. Yeah. This is, in a, this is a true story also. So this is going to be your true stories of the danger that you experience or the dangers you experience while doing that. Now, you right. you know, I mean, and you're going to get into it and, you know, because I know you probably started at a young age. Yeah. I mean, you're still young now, but yeah. I mean, it's been some years, right? I started at a green age. A green age. A oh, green we going to use colors age. so y'all could understand because there's a green age, there's the... White age, the green age, the black age, I guess, you know, I guess. I, I don't know what color I'm at now, but I was green. <laughs> okay, there you go. Like grass green. There you go. <laughs> so, but, but before we get into that, I do want to kind of um, just let people know how I know you. Mm-hmm. I know you now. You go by vanity now. Yeah. But I knew you as Veronica V. Mm-hmm. Verona, Veronica V was your stage name at the time because, like I said, that's how we kind of met. We kind of met with the with the with the music, and you've been here a couple of times yeah. on, at the station. And I'm gonna tell you, ever since th- like day one when I heard your music, you were awesome. Like I was like, Thank oh, you. this girl got it. This girl is hot. Like Thank her music you. is hot. Shy say the same thing. Um, you. you know, shout out to Shy Will. Yes, yes. <laughs> shout out to Shy. But you know, everybody, you know, we thought that your music was hot. So Thank it's you. not saying that your music was your music is definitely number one. Um, but that's how I met you. Yeah. And then, and then, like I said, I I, I saw maybe about a week ago, maybe mm-hmm. I think it was like a week ago. I saw you you put a post on Instagram. It was like a, a story, I guess, and mm-hmm. you kind of talked about what you had to deal with. Well, you didn't get into it specifically, yeah. But you you said you you made some remarks, and that's when you said to the world, "You're changing your name to Vanity." Vanity. Yeah. Right, and and I was like, whoa, and then we kind of connected. I'm like, we got to talk about it, and you was like, yes, yeah, I said, let's do it. We got to do it. It's so, time. It's please, time. you know, you know, feel free to, you know, express yourself and tell us your your story. We all ears, and if anybody is tuned in and you want to call in, we do have the lines open, uh, 305-749-6004. The lines will be open, yes. but. Round of applause to you once again, and thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you, thank you. And uh, I'm handing the floor to you, young lady. Well, um, one of the reasons why I thought it was time to mm-hmm. fully open up and kind of expose my personal experiences is because a lot 
mm-hmm. has been coming out with like the Me Too movement and different things like that. And I think that um, even though I'm not at a place where I'm ready to put a name uh-huh. to the predator in a sense, I think that he still needs to be exposed mm. because he's still who he is and he's still more than likely lurking around. And that's, for, a, that's a strong name when you say predator too. Yeah, that's, that's what a he strong is. label, I should say. Yeah, that's what okay. he was. Okay. And that's what he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm from Chicago originally, okay. and I started in music when I was literally 13. Mm. And I was in a girl group, and I was best friends with a girl in the group, and her mom was our manager. So I always had that protection around me then. And then when I got like 15, right. Um, basically my mom and her mom got into it about something minuscule and she took me out of the group. So I was like a solo artist. I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like Mm -hmm. I can't face life without being in in the group with this girl, but I'm going to have to figure it out. Okay. And that's how my solo career started. So at 15, at 15. Okay. And the gentleman that I met, um, I remember I auditioned for the Apollo. Okay. And I received like a FedEx letter at my door while I was living with my mom, of course. Mm -hmm. And it was like, Oh, I would like to sign you to my record label and we'll give you this signing bonus. And I was just like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. We'll be going to the Apollo, but I'm getting signed. Like it was great. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And for a 15 year old. Now that's a lot. right? I thought I was rich. Right. Exactly. Okay. Rich, rich. Okay. So I remember, I remember everything verbatim. Like I went to the bank and, Obviously, I was a minor, so my mom had to help me cash the $2,500 check. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm rich. I'm going to go shopping. This is from the, from the Apollo or from? No, this was from the, the guy that wanted to sign The Predator. You. Okay, the Predator. Okay. We're going to call him the Predator because that's yes, what he is. Yes, we'll use that for the code name. So, um, so everything was great. Everything was wonderful. Uh-huh. And then, okay, so now I'm signed. I'm just speeding through a little bit to get yes, through the point. So I'm it. signed. Okay, great. And then I start going over his house, of course, Um he was able to get the trust of my mom. Uh-huh. Um, my dad at the time was either incarcerated or was mm-hmm. about to be. I really don't remember. I just remember he wasn't like in the picture. He like wasn't that. in the picture. Okay. Right. So at this point, I literally didn't have a hedge of protection other than just right. when my mom would drop me to his house. And everything was fine at first. Right. Until Let, and, and I'm gonna ask you questions as you go. During that time period, did he speak to your mom? And t- did he give your mom some type of um, like say um, like what he's gonna do, like an idea of yes. what he was gonna do with you? So he did give your mom some kind of blueprint. And not only that, he okay. had a supposed Christian record label. Oh. So even though we weren't doing religious music, the foundation was that the got owner you. was this like you know, righteous man. Like he was, okay, gotcha. And my, me, like I've always come from a religious background. Right. Uh, not religious anymore. I'm spiritual now. I don't believe in religion anymore. But um, at the time, that gave me and my mother a sense of comfort to say, oh, like, well, he's safe. You know, like he talks about God and, you know, he right. goes to church, you I know. Get, I get it. I get it. Okay. So basically, um, I'm signing everything and I start going to his house and we're, you know, working on music Mm -hmm. and everything's fine. Now, what I will say before I even get into some of the things that was happening is that he single handedly taught me how to tap into my work ethic. He taught me how to study artists. 
Okay. Like he taught me how to listen to a Stevie Wonder song uh-huh. and learn everything verbatim, like learn every riff, every run. And that's one thing that I will point out. I'm the type of person I like to tell the whole story, the full truth. The good and the bad. Right. I don't right, want right. to just make you out to be a monster, but then you did do something good. So the good that I got from him right. was that he, even to this day, when I'm able to tap into my creative ear, when I'm able to engineer and record records on my own, it's because of the things that I learned from him. Correct. Okay, I got so, you. I got you. I have to say that because, I mean, that's that's fair. Right. Okay. okay. But. Um, the evil genius. The We're evil going, genius. The evil go. genius. So go. one day I went to his house and I'm just going to be 100% transparent. No, because that's the point. There you go. Um, and this is to really warn the parents out there that you get to that place where you're so trusting with the people that right. work with your kids and they're not to be trusted. Like, you got to okay. look out for certain signs. So I went to his house one day and I was sitting on his couch. And I remember he was watching uh, a basketball game and he was sitting on the couch like across from me. And he's like, oh, I just really need a hug right now. Like, me and my wife are getting, I guess, separated or divorced or something. And you are how old at this time? I'm 15 and a half so at this point. 15 and a half. Yeah. Okay, so you're 15 and a half. Yeah. And I'm sitting on his couch and I'm like, oh my God, like, what happened? And he wouldn't go into it. He was just like, yeah, right. like, she's just not the woman for me. Like, it's just not going to work out. And I'm like, oh my God. He's like, can I have a hug? Why would I not? This is someone you, that you're young. You're young, yeah, but girl. You're not thinking nothing crazy. Yes. No, he's never presented nothing crazy. Right, right. So I went up to him and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh. But then the way that he grabbed me for the hug, mm-hmm. after about thirty seconds, I immediately became uncomfortable. Like I was like, a thirty second hug. That's a long hug. It was it was the time and the way he grabbed right. me. It okay. was like, whoa, like I've never even been by a boy. Like and the man is hugging me. Mm. Like this is awkward. Okay. And so I remember that night for some reason I was staying over there. Mhm. I don't remember why. Maybe we had to do something in the morning or something. Okay. But and, and like you said the relationship your mom allowed that because that you he everybody thought a f- super okay. trustworthy human being okay like super trustworthy all right so i literally um i got back on the couch that i was on and i was just like staring at the tv like that was awkward right. <laughs> i was just like right. don't look in his direction then he won't look at you like it was like one of those so i'm literally staring at the tv like overly into this basketball game that i know nothing about and i'm just like okay right. so then he says oh well i guess i'm gonna go to sleep now and uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go upstairs because if I don't go upstairs, something inappropriate is going to happen with us. He's, he said that to Yes. You? So now, let me ask you, in your mind at that age, did you did you know what he was talking about? Or you were still kind of like naive and didn't know what he was saying? I knew what he was talking about okay. only because, you know, before he ever came in the picture, uh-huh. I had been molested like four times. Oh. So I knew what he was referring mm. to. And I just was like, okay, okay, mm. good night. And that whole night, I think I remember sleeping with my eye open. Like, I just was like, mm. this person has never said nothing like this, never done nothing like this. And then all of a sudden. Right. And he was 20 years older than me. Wow. So I'm just like, okay. So the next day, nothing happened, nothing happened. And then things started transpiring then it turned into 
oh, I want a hug and, and oh, I'm not really uh, comfortable with you talking to your family because I feel like they're the devil. And I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you know, your dad, you know, he uses drugs and, you know, he's going to go to. Right. I think at this point he was. Actually he was trying to jail. separate you from the family. But That's before that, let me ask you a question. When he was asking you for the hugs at the time, mm -hmm. since that first encounter, how was the hugs? Like, were you hesitant or did you just you didn't know what to do? Like, how did you at react when he was asking for these hugs? Awkward. Okay. All, every time. Every time. The but, first but did time you actually give him the hug, though, when he said that? Yeah. Okay, but it was just awkward. But it was just. I was like normal and then he would just, he was weird with it. Okay. So I'm just like, okay, well, if you just keep like being normal, like you're here to do music, you're okay. not here for so, nothing else. So at that point, nothing happened more than just a hug at the time. Right. Okay. All right. Nothing actually happened, happened uh -huh. until um, I would say like maybe two weeks later. Two weeks later. Okay. Um, that's when I remember him approaching me like in a more make out ish way. Mm. And at that point it was like two weeks of prepping me, I guess. Like, don't like basically don't tell your parents, don't tell your parents what's going on, you know? On, right. And so at the point that this happened, and it could have been like three weeks later, but it just, I remember there was a, 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 a prepping time frame that went through like okay. looking back now. Okay. And it was just like, don't tell your parents. Like, I couldn't talk to my dad. He was gone at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, so you didn't feel like you can talk to your mom. That's I'm. I'm just gonna ask questions. Why I you, don't know. You I just you I felt, felt like you needed a, a, a male figure to talk to at that time. That point, like, why couldn't you? Like, the, the, you said like you couldn't talk to you know your dad because he wasn't there. But you didn't think. Well, it's not that I felt I couldn't talk to her. Right. I was told. Oh, okay. That so they that's were, what I'm saying. They like we. Okay, you gotta understand. I get it. It was a supposed Christian record label. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So every artist on the label, it was me, my brother, mm -hmm. um, another gentleman from Chicago, and also actually a famous person that I definitely am not going to mention her name, but let's just say that she's very famous. Okay. Okay. She was. We were all four on the label at the same time, just okay. by chance. Mm -hmm. When we were on the label... We had to go to church every Sunday. We had to pray. Mm -hmm. We had to fast. We had to speak mm -hmm. in tongues. We had to do all these works type of things in front of him to show that we were worthy to be there. Wow. So when he said that my family was the devil, mm. it was almost to say, oh, well, they don't do these things. So they're not as good as we are. Like, So Got we you. should separate and not talk to them. Got you. Got you. So... At so that trying point, trying to control your mind. At yeah, the but time. I didn't right. know. Right, I, I like we get literally, that. I like literally was like completely clueless. So when he started like hugging me, and then it turned into like rubbing and his hand mm -hmm. moving more down and this and that and this and that, I do feel like I went through like that mindset of like, well, maybe this is okay because a he's a man of God. Ah, oh, I get it. Um, I get it. So in your mind, you're trying to. I think rationalize, rationalize, and say this is okay because he's a man of God, and if he's if he's taking these type of actions, it's under the, I guess under like some type of you know, man of God type action. I, it was yeah. I'm just trying to rationalize. Like, it. Yeah, I think now that I'm older, when I look back, right, I'm just like, yo, you you could have literally 
ran, you could have like been like, "Eh, what you talking about? I'm gonna call my mom and ask her, is this normal? But in that moment, that's not, it's like, I hadn't been through nothing. I didn't know nothing. Okay. Um, from there, it just turned into every time I went to his house, mm-hmm. it would start on music and it would end on something janky. Like it would be on some. And at this point, he never tried to have sex with me or anything. It was just. Just kind of. It was just weird. Were inappropriate. Right. It wasn't appropriate. It was and weird. then one random day I was at home and he calls and goes, oh, well, you know, me and my wife are getting back together. So any conversation that me and you had, anything that we did is basically null and void erase any feelings that you have and i was just like okay i didn't think nothing of it right i didn't go over there for about a week uh-huh. and when i went back over there his wife left to go to the store or something uh-huh. and we were sitting same in same living room uh-huh. and i'm like okay i'm gonna respect what he said he you know like basically whatever happened was the past and i'm moving forward moving forward boom uh-huh. but then the approaches kept coming and i remember saying to him like you are supposed to be a man of god you're supposed to like do whatever and maybe before maybe you genuinely thought y'all were separating and that's why you felt that it was okay to approach me in such a way but then now she's back and then you're still trying to approach me like this now i'm totally confused Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he would just pull out the god card and pull out the but flip it in a really twisted way um and that that's a whole nother danger of the music industry. Mm-hmm. Let me just pause right there. Uh for like no matter what you believe in, understand that people will literally position themselves to take advantage of your spiritual or religious belief. Right. And they will literally play on that. Like the, yes. They will play on it like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. That has happened to me even recently. Like right. somebody tries to play on what you believe in, but um, I don't know. It, it's 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 weird. I guess I just really believed in God at that time. Or right? Something. No, I no. I, I get what so you're I saying. Like- I get what you're saying because, like I said, I think he used, um, you know, the the fact that it was a Christian label. He used the fact that it was like he's trying to make everything look so godly, and and that's how he would get his predator, his prey. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. He was a predator, and yes, that's how he would get his prey because he's going under the cloth of God. Like, right. uh, you know, this is we're good and all that, but yet you're you're not doing stuff that's righteous or spiritual or right. right. So I right. get it. Um, so after his uh, wife came back, mm-hmm. I a hundred percent was like, okay, I'm not. Like I know, right? I'm not. I'm young, but like I know that like this right here that you're trying to do, this is not what it's about. Right. My mom didn't have to tell me. And my mom and dad never, mm-hmm. not just me, mm-hmm. but none of their kids ever took the time to teach us about the birds and the bees. Like everything I learned, I literally learned it on my own. Trust me. I, I'm the same so, way. You know, I, I never had that spot. Actually, I remember my uncle showing me like a Playboy book like years when mm-hmm. I was like 10 years old. Yeah. And say, <laughs> he just opened it up and said, look, this is a woman. You, This is what you like. Okay. Yeah. And that was it. And close the, just close the book. That was my birds and the bees. No, <laughs> I like literally. So... Yeah, just long story short, the mm-hmm. the approaches kept coming, the approaches kept coming, but then here comes the mental abuse. I remember one day we literally went to look at a studio in Chicago. Okay. And we were looking at a space that he wanted to rent out or something of that nature. Okay. And that day, 
in a dark studio, an empty studio, he came at me like that was the most he had ever come at me like in a physical way. Mm-hmm. And I remember my hair got messed up because he literally was like all like making out with me and like touching my hair and doing all of that. And when he was done, he literally said, go to the bathroom and fix yourself up so you don't look like you've been dealing with somebody's husband. Wow. And I'm like, but I'm the one that said, <laughs> when you said she came back, I'm the one that said, bro. Wow. You like almost like first of all, I'm a kid. It was so. I wish I could curse because there's no, no. You can't curse. There's no. It was so fucked up and twisted. Yeah, yeah, we could curse. Yeah, it we, was so messed up. We free here. <laughs> like looking back, mm-hmm. I just want to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like it was so twisted and so messed up, and that's when the mental abuse started. Right. It was like this twisted mind f that was going on at right. all times. Right. Even when I would like speak the truth and I would say like this is inappropriate, this is wrong. It was like this like, but I'm a godly man and God and this and da 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 da. And it was really really twisted and warped. Yes, I think to me those are the worst people. They are. Those are the worst they really people. Because they because they're using that as yeah. as a you know a, a, a means to get what they need out of life or what they want to get out of life. But they're using that as a as a a mean to get it so but it it was so convincing that i when i tell you as i'm sitting here breathing Uh uh-huh i literally felt like i can't tell my family like he said they're the devil so all this time not one time you even mentioned this to mama never okay never and my mom would pick me up we lived in the suburbs she would drive like an hour and 20 minutes to drop me off downtown and some someday she would pick me up and then so, other times I would stay down there just in case, just depending on whatever we had to do the next day. Let me let me ask you, was your body language speaking? Because, you know, sometimes you may not verbally say something, but your body language. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm a parent. Yeah. I have four kids. Yeah. And I pay attention to my kids' body language. Yeah. Because body language is very important. Like, like if you see a kid who's skipping and she's happy, that means that's a kid that's happy. That's they a kid. Skipping. Yeah. That means. But if you if you see a kid walking around, they they slouch and they looking down. Oh, you mean like was my body language? That's what I'm saying. Mom? No. You, like, did your mom pick up the body language? I'm gonna on, tell you what she picked okay, up. Okay. So when tell me. when I when he got more and more in my head, uh huh. Me and my mother's relationship suffered. Okay. We started arguing, and me and my mom. Always was super tight. We started okay, arguing. Got you. It was like his word against hers. At one point, he wrote a letter to her uh-huh. because my life as a kid was very um, abnormal. I never went to like birthday parties. It was like literally like school, c- come home, clean up, go to the studio, repeat, babysit your brothers and sisters. Like wow. I never, I had a very. So um, you, didn't, you didn't get a chance to like, wow, for real? No, nah, I never wow, had. They was doing you like Michael Jackson. Go ahead. Well, I mean, but. I feel like my work ethic. I mean, I get it. No, know. no, I get it. Now <laughs> we know? we get yeah. we, we we see the method to the madness. Yeah. We we know that. But I'm just saying, wow. So I um, and that's a danger of the music. That's to me, that's a danger. That is. Yes. That is. So I didn't really. I wouldn't say I didn't have a childhood. It was just different than like my friends. Right. So okay. I mean, um, he sent her a letter saying that you shouldn't have a. How old was I at the time? Maybe 16 when he sent that letter. You shouldn't have a girl that's going to school that's trying to be a recording artist uh, coming home needing to clean up and babysit her brothers and sisters. Mm. Like acting as if that was a form of abuse. Right, and right. when my mom read the letter, she was livid. She was so livid that I ended up moving out over that. I literally left home when I was 16. So you left home and you went to live with him? I went to live with his with him 
and his wife. And then he moved me in with his mom, which is where the Veronica name came from. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It Let, was very... Walk me through this. Ve- I, I'm looking at a book getting written right here, but go ahead. <laughs> I, um... So, he was living... I don't want to, like, give exactly, because I may be too close to... He was living downtown Chicago. Okay, yes. Okay. We're trying to keep We're names to keep out of it. this. Yes. Okay. You know who you are, though. Not that I care, because I like if it wasn't something legal, I would just. But I got you. So he was living downtown Chicago, and then he moved to Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember, um, yeah. So I, I I was only staying with him and his wife for maybe like a few weeks, mm-hmm. like maybe a few weeks. And then he came up with the idea like, oh, well, you know, since your family is the devil and everything and your mom abuses you and everything, supposedly, because you have to like be domesticated, um, you should move in with my mom. And I was fine with it. His mom was actually really, really nice and sweet. Okay. So that was cool. But then when I moved in with his mom, that's when sex okay. came involved. Let's, let's, let's stop right there. Let's take a quick break. And we're going to go to the sec- chapter two. This is going to be chapter two right here, but... <laughs> Let's take a quick break. And don't forget, we are live here at 305-749-6004. We'll be right back. I got Vanity in the building. We are talking about the dangers of the music industry. True stories. Ben Hop. Let's go. We'll be right back. Let's go. Overdosed on confidence Started not to give a f*** and stop fearing the consequence Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments Faded way too long, I'm floating in and out of consciousness And they saying I'm back, I'd agree with that I just take my time with all this sh- I still believe in that I had someone tell me I fell off, ooh I needed that And they wanna see me pick back up, well where'd I leave it at? I know I exaggerated things, now I got it like that Tuck my napkin in my shirt cause I'm just mobbing like that you know good and well that you don't want a problem like that You gon' make someone around me catch a body like that No, don't do it, please don't do it Cause one of us goes in and we all go through it and Drizzy got the money, so Drizzy gon' pay it Those my brothers, I ain't even gotta say it That's just something they know They know, they know, they know They know, they know, they know They know, they know, they know, they know. They know, they know. They know, yeah, that the real is on the rise Them other guys, I even gave them a chance to decide Now it's something they know They know, they know, they know Yeah, I be yelling now, money over everything Money on my mind Then she wanna ask when it got so empty Tell her I apologize, happened over time She says they missed the old Drake Girl, don't tempt me If they don't get it, they'll be over you That new shit that you got is overdue You better do what you supposed to do I'm like, why I gotta be all that? But still I can't deny the fact that it's true Listening to you expressing all them feelings Soap opera rappers, all these sound like all my children And that's who you thinking is about to come and make a killing I guess it really is just me, myself, and all my millions You know that they ain't even got it like that You gon' hype me up and make me catch a body like that Cause I live for this, it isn't just a hobby like that When they get my shit and play it, I ain't 
ain't even gotta say it, they know. They know, they know, they know. They know, they know, they know. They know, they know, they know. Yeah, they know, yeah. That the real is on the rise. Them other guys, I even gave them a chance to decide. Nah, it's nothing they know. They know, they know, they know. Yes, yes, thank you. Round of applause, we are back. Round of applause, we are back. I am back with my special guest in the bu- building, Vanity. Yes. I am back with my special guest in the building, Vanity. Thank you, girl. Round of applause to you once again. And <laughs> like I said, you know, once again, I do want to applaud you, number one, for, for you know, sharing your experience because I know, you know, this could be hard, you know, yeah. just to, to tell your story. So thank you once again. So now we left off where the craziness is about to get real crazy. So yeah, he had me move into um, mm-hmm. a place with his, or I guess his mom's uh, apartment in Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, I don't, I don't want to say I think, I know that right. I was actually very comfortable with that because I assumed being around his mom that maybe he would just go back to focus, focusing on the music. Right, right. You didn't I, think he was going to do something like that in front of his mom. Oh, it, w- with his mom around. Yeah, because I just felt like almost like out of respect for her mm-hmm. and just maybe her being so wise and like she was an older woman, of course, and uh-huh. that maybe she would be like, something going on, you know. Right. But that didn't happen. Okay. Um, The first time that something like all the way, all the way happened, uh-huh. um, he called me over his house for a meeting okay because you know you always gotta circle it around music and make it seem like it's about business when it's really i guess that was never his intention in the first place i don't know Mm -hmm. um started the whole making out thing and the next thing i know i'm on the floor and he's humping me and i feel something go into my butt to be frank Mm. and it hurt like a I had I was literally a virgin. I've never did nothing with a boy, nothing. Right. And that was the first time that I thought to myself, this is a really fucked up situation because like I don't know how to get out of this. Right. Now you felt trapped. You felt like a prisoner. Yeah. Hmm. So how did that like once this occurred like what was his attitude after that like after everything was done that moment what was his attitude or what did he say everything was always like go get up and go fix yourself so you don't look like you're dealing with somebody's husband that was always his attitude as if like i brought it on as if i caused it Mm. it was always this twisted 
Right. It was like a, a, a mental, playing mental games with you. Yeah. Um, it was just really, really twisted. But I, I guess I just thought, well, his mom being closer and knowing me. Because before, like, his mom never knew me. She never even met me. Uh-huh. And I guess I felt like that would change something. But in, in a way, it's almost like it increased it. Because then he started saying stuff like, well, my mom likes you. Oh. So I, I think in his mind he was like, well, if things don't ultimately work out with the the wife or whatever the hell they had going on, right. that maybe she could be the replacement when she becomes of age. So I think that's why he like looking back. I think that's why he felt comfortable like pushing it more and pushing it more and pushing it more. Right. Um. So let me ask you one question: Did you notice that he was acting like this with other people that he was dealing with, like other ladies? Because you said you had other. Um, female artists on the label did you notice he was also doing that with them or was just you or did he keep everybody separated i found out before i ever moved in with his mom Mm -hmm. um i found out that the girl the other girl that was on the label Mm -hmm. apparently like two weeks before he came at me he had came at her but she was older than me now i don't remember if she was of age right I just know she was older than me, but if I was 15 and a half, she could have been, she could have been 18, which I don't know if in Chicago, Chicago, that's legal. I'm not sure. But I remember like at first he came at her, right? but I don't know if she was with it or I don't really know, but whatever didn't work out. And then that's that it was that two week period when he started coming at me. Okay. Okay. Um, but I don't really know like the depths of what okay, happened, I and I actually know that because he told me that. Okay. But he flipped it as if she tried to come onto him, which I highly doubt that was. The which case. Uh, we doubt that, but go ahead. Yeah. Yes, I get that. So, but there was only ever two girls that he worked with it was me and her. Okay. So, um, and honestly, the guys, my brother will contest to this as well. He mm. mentally tried to mind f them. My brother's girlfriend got pregnant. And he literally told him, oh, your whole career is done. Like, just go shoot yourself. Like, you're nothing now. And he unfortunately believed him. Right. And he ran away from music. So let me ask you. Uh, I'm, let me ask you this question then. So when you, when he signed you and your brother, y'all never had, like, joint sessions where your brother was around? Or he always kept yeah, but when my both brother, of y'all separate? No. When, my, when we went over to work on vocals, okay. like, it was me, my brother, the girl, and the other guy that right. was signed. So we all, all of y'all were there together. He would never show no signs of no jankiness when they were around. Okay. Like, it so, was like... So so he would just call you and say, hey, I need you to come drop vocals by yourself? It was only the times where I was there by myself and okay. I was working that then after would, I, after that whole incident with the wife being gone, that's when things started. Okay. Just, okay. It's transpiring. But he was, <laughs> he was smart enough to know... He's one of those predators where, like, in public, he gives you this impression that... I would never do such uh, a thing. Yes. So then when the woman says it and then you meet him, you're like, nah. Nah, that's not him. Oh, nah, he not like that. He not like that. Yeah. But that's... It's the worst kind, too. Yeah, but. because then a woman has to literally, like, show, right. like, text proof and video proof and, like, you know. Um, so, no, he was very smart at hiding it when they were around. Okay. So now, after that first incident, mm-hmm. okay, what was your... Feeling your attitude, like the next time you saw him, like how were you? It was very awkward. Uh, when I grew up, my mom and dad had a very tumultuous relationship. Uh-huh. My dad, you know, was an addict for many, many, many years. 
but I always had this dream of being with one man, one man only, mm-hmm. and having a family with that man. And I feel like even though he entered through the back, uh-huh. I felt like he just took a piece of that dream away. Okay. So I was upset with him. But I was afraid to go against him at that point because at that point, he was literally all I had. I had moved out of my mom's. Right. I was staying with his mom. Me and my mom were literally not talking. Right. Um, me and my siblings were not talking. It was just a world with me, him, his mom, and his wife. Okay. So that was your world at the time? At the time. Okay. So there was no word. Oh, and, oh you got to add the church in because we got to okay, go to church every Sunday. Okay, because you got to go to church every Sunday. Wow. Yeah, so as the, basically as the anal sex kept happening. So now I was going to say, is that all he started doing in the beginning was just. It was that. That was it? And he would say. Now, the next time, okay, the first time is crazy, but how was the second time? Do you remember the second time? Like, was he more direct? Was he more like, okay, I'm trying to understand the mind of this predator right here. The first time. The first time I remember, like I said, I was, he started making out with me and then he told me to lay down and I was, I remember being on the floor mm-hmm. and then he was like dry humping me, but then all of a sudden that dry hump turned into Right, so that. that's the first time. So and I remember pulling away like, what the? Exactly. Blink, blink, and blink, blink, blink just happened. <laughs> um, the second time I feel like was in that same apartment and... Uh, I was like, he told me to stand on the wall or something like that. Something of that nature. So now he's being more direct. He's telling yeah. you what to do. He's like, okay, yeah. stand on the wall. Because that's all we were doing. Right. Um, I do remember him saying that he didn't want to do the like actual thing. Have, pen- have sex where he penetrates your vagina. Because, because if we were to ever be together, he would still want that to be something special. Wow, this is where he's yeah. mind fucking <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, I remember. My, right, this is where he's mind doing the mind mess up. Because I remember I was like, but I'm like 16, so how? Okay. Right. And yeah, that the anal stuff went on for a while. Like. Now, did you have, did you, now, because it's anal sex, were you, did you have to like seek medical I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking the question. Did you have to even go to a doctor to seek, like, medical attention? Because was it something that pain? Did it tear your, you know, because st- having anal sex could tear, like, certain tissues, no, right? He, he didn't. I don't know. I'm just asking questions. He didn't questions. do it, Did it in the form of, uh, uh-huh. I mean, technically it was rape because I was a minor. Right. But he didn't do it to be, uh, he didn't do it, like, uh, in a, I'm trying to, like, hurt you way, physically way. Okay. If that makes sense. No, I get it. I get what yeah. you're saying. Like, um, that's why I'm asking because I'm asking yeah. these questions because, you know, if someone like, like, of course, if someone did have sex like that, you know, you, them tissues, some, them tissues can get damaged. So that's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Like, did you receive any damage like that where you may, ha- you may have had to go and seek medical assistance, no, but you didn't have to at the no, time. It wasn't okay. Like, okay. No. He tried to make it, Okay, so he tried to. Okay, I get what you're saying. Okay, um, so this kept going on. He kept doing yeah. it. So, so each time he kept doing it, he just would tell you what he wanted. Like, and then 
And 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 this is my question to you because you're young, you're 16 at the time, right? 16, yeah. going maybe at 16. that time I was 16. Right. Are you just complying? Are you kind of like hesitant? Are you like where's your like, mind? Where's your mind state at the time? That's what I'm trying to. I feel like looking back, I was in a compliant okay. place because he was the on, he was the only thing in my world. Okay. Um, so he was like a mean of support, a means of everything, of support, and you know everything there. Yeah, so, okay. he he made me feel like yo, you don't have nothing else because what I actually had, he uh-huh. literally hand ripped it from me, or at okay. least okay, I thought he did. Right, I got you. I didn't find out until years later when I revealed all of this to my mom that mm-hmm. she was like, I was waiting, like I was literally waiting on you, like I never left you, like I never left your side. He just wanted you to think that your family had left your side. Wow. That that might. Have, let me ask you: How did your mom feel when you revealed all this to her? Like how, I could I could I I, I could I could believe that it's probably it was probably real hard on her mm-hmm. when she heard that, right? Because this is your daughter, this is your family. You're supposed to be there to protect your children, and if as a parent, if something is going on in your children's life and you don't realize it, and then later on in in the, in, in life you find out, you as a parent, I know me as a parent because I have four kids. I would feel like, wow, I wasn't there to protect my child. Like, how did your mom feel? That's literally how she felt. Right. Mm. And I know it's tough because, you know, I get emotional too. So if if you see me rubbing my eye, don't, you know, don't, you know, understand where, you know, because I get emotional too. It is, it is rough. Yeah. Um, And, And like I said, I do appreciate you for sharing. Um. Let's move on. So what happened after that? Um, after that is when the religious part of him uh-huh. just like went through the roof. It was like the more he would like do that to me, the more he wanted me to like go to church. I had to go to church Sunday, Wednesday. Wow. He wanted me to when he would come to his mom's house. Um, let's say she wasn't there or something. He wanted me mm-hmm. to, they had like this mm-hmm. room in the back. He had to hear me. He wanted to hear me pray. Right. He wanted to hear me speak in tongues. I had to like actively fast so that he could see it and like announce that I was fasting and all this type of stuff. It was like the more he did stuff that he wasn't supposed to do. Right. He just kept like throwing God on top of it. Right. And it was like, it was so confusing. I would be, I would be sitting at church like. Man, he's going to, like, rape me up the ass when I get home. Wow. But we're at church. Ha, holy, holy, Jesus, mm. Jesus. It was so twisted. It was so twisted. And I couldn't, or I felt that I couldn't tell my family. Mm. It was so twisted. Mm. It was really twisted. Um, and and we're, we're, we're sharing this story because we want, you know, your story, we want your story to be... Um, heard where other young ladies, young women, young girls, if they, ex- they if they run into anyone like this, that this person is a danger. So the number one sign for parents, mm-hmm. if you notice that the person that's working with your child tries to create separation, literally grab your child away from that person. Because isn't that what reason. R. Kelly did with like, uh, and I, I don't know the whole R. Kelly story. I know I saw a video, but that's something that they said he did with the people he was working with, where he kind of separated the family. The funniest from the part artist. about R. Kelly is that uh-huh. um, 
when I was younger in Chicago, I had an opportunity to work with him. And this same guy refused to let me work with him. Oh, wow. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, that's because you were too busy being a predator. God forbid you let me go be with another predator. Oh, yeah, because he had, he, he had competition. <laughs> like, it was oh, competition. No, no. <laughs> competition of the predators. Yeah, like, Low lives. It's twisted, but. Wow. Yeah, lesson number one for today. That person that comes along that is overly trying to take your child and, and plant seeds of doubt in their mind about you as a family or you as a mom or you as a dad, unless you, of course, are actually janky. I mean, then I don't know. But if you know that before they came along, everything was beautiful and wonderful. Right. And then they come and they start planting seeds of separation. That is a red flag. Okay. Watch your child. I don't care who that person is, what opportunity they're offering. There is a reason that they're doing that. It may not be to molest them or rape them, but it's for a reason. And I think that goes with not only the music business, but with anything. If anything. If, if anybody comes into your your life or your and, and, and tries to separate your family, where like you said, your family has a good relationship, everybody's there, everybody's yeah. together, and somebody tries to separate that and say, "Oh no, they're no good." Mm -mm. That should be a big red red flag. Huge red flag. So be aware of that. Wow. Um, so what what like after all this going to church and knowing what's going, what happened after that? Like what was what was going on after? Now were you still doing music? Were you still recording at the we time? We were still playing the game and recording. So all this time, all let this me time. let me ask you, all this time <laughs> did any music come out? I did have a song that made it to like I don't even remember the name of the radio station. Um I remember we were trying to get on WGCI and V103. Right. And but the song made it to like some some big college radio station out there. Okay. Like Outside of the, the bogus stuff, he was actually pursuing the music. So it wasn't like, I'm just feeding you just enough to like be here. He was actually pursuing okay, the music. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. So he actually tried to put something yeah. out. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Which doesn't make it right what he's doing, but I'm just saying, okay, I'm just If anything, that makes it worse because then it makes you like, everything really is in this one pot. So I have to stay in this pot because right. like, I'm, I'm literally getting everything from right here. Okay. And, and looking back, I wish he wouldn't have been doing some sort of like, man, I'm supposed to keep putting up your crap. I want to go over here. But unfortunately mm -hmm. he mm -hmm. was, um, after that, uh, his mom passed away mm -hmm. and then it was just, and then the wife left. So then it was just me and him. And that's when it became, became now how old are you at this point? At this point, at the most, I'm 17, maybe 17 and a half, but probably 17. Because I wasn't living with his mom very long before right. she passed. Okay. So at the most, I was 17. And why did the wife leave? Like, what was the reason with the wife leaving him? Because uh, Do her, you know? I'm just asking. I really don't know. Okay. I suspect that she was done with the mind fuckery. Okay. So she was kind of, you know, done with him too. Yeah. All right. But even to this day, unless she's like watching this... Like live, and she's putting soon two together. She still don't know none of this happened. Oh, okay. Because I literally saw her. I was walking down the street one day in Hyde Park, because uh, I had. Well, that's the next part. But I had just got off the bus coming back from um, a doctor's appointment, and I saw her, and she was like, "Oh my God!" Well, at the time, I'm Veronica. She's like, "Hi, Veronica. Oh my God, I miss you so much." And I just felt like I wanted to scream and say. Your husband has been doing this to me. Like, oh my God, what do I do? How do I get out? Like, what do right. I do? And I just didn't. I was just like, oh, hi, how you doing? Okay. I didn't know. Because first of all, it's like, 
Well, she's going to be mad that you didn't tell her. Right. She's going to be mad for multiple reasons because I was her husband. Because she thought y'all were friends. Because you're, I mean, like, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to say nothing. So to this day, I don't think she knows that that ever happened. But I think, I think honestly, like if she's a if she's a grown woman, she she could understand that even if you would have told her, she could. Now I'm talking about the rational person right, right now. The women, rational person yeah. would say that she, you're just a child. This is not your fault. You were, you know, you were, you know, you were being abused by my husband because he's no good. Yeah, so I that would know. be the rational person. Yeah, rational I, didn't, person. I didn't know if I had never had no uh, right. issues with her or altercations with uh -huh. her. Our relationship was literally just like purely like on a, like like a even level. So I didn't know her well enough to know if she would go kick down his door and defend me or like. Right. So I just was like, I'm not gonna say nothing because so, I don't know what that would turn into. Okay, so my question is. Because the Veronica part, mm -hmm. when did that come into play? Because when did you have, when did that name change, change come into play? That came into play actually before any of the abuse started. Um, uh -huh. When I first signed his label and started going over there working on music, he just like came to me one day and said, I have a name for you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, your name's going to be Veronica. And I said, And, and your Why? name, your real name is Vanity. Yeah, that's my real name. Okay, so that's your real name. So yeah. he wanted to change it to Veronica V. Right. No, at the time it was Veronica Lee. Like oh, -E -E. Veronica Lee. Okay. Yeah, which I mean, <laughs> people are okay. Like, are so you? that that has nothing to do with later on. Okay. I just yeah, to make I sure. took the Lee off. It's like I was purging myself slowly. I took the Lee off, uh -huh. and then I added the V, and then now I'm just like, don't Veronica. Period. But <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, okay. So okay, all right. But yeah, one day he was just like, oh, I have a name for you, and I'm like, what is it? And he's like, Veronica. I said, why Veronica? He's like, oh, that's my mom's middle name, and vanity means vain. And, you know, I just can't have a name like that associated with my Christian record label. Wow. Wow. I'm like, oh, but you could fuck people up the ass. Oh, no. No, but that was before the sex part happened. So I didn't know that he was a predator at that time. Okay. So I just went along with it like, okay, for sure. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Okay. So now you're, you're at this point in your life. What's going on now? What's going on now? Like, um, Okay. So his mom passed away. Uh-huh. The wife left. So now he's actually single. With a girl that he's already been uh, playing whatever game with. Uh, at this point, the mental abuse started. As a matter of fact, before his mom even passed, the mental abuse got amplified. Then it became, oh, I want to, I'm thinking about getting into modeling. Oh, yeah, you can't be a model because you're not thin enough. You're not skinny enough. He would put me on these crazy diets. Like, he only would le let me eat, like, lettuce, um balsamic vinaigrette and oranges he just put, to keep you at a certain weight he wanted me like super 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 small and then no matter how hard i worked i would do tai bo like eight times a day to look the way that i felt he wanted me to look and no matter what i did now were you going to school like uh, and this is what i'm trying yeah, I was still to school. I, I just i'm trying to understand the picture here because you're going to school you're doing other things, and you still had time to do all this, like do the tie bow and the exercise and, and still go, wow. So you really didn't have, like you said earlier, yeah. you really didn't have that type of life like where you could chill out. And honestly, junior year, um, the second half of my junior year and uh -huh. on, I actually just asked my mom if I could be homeschooled because then it became too much. It became uh -huh. like, okay, this is like... And I actually did better in school when I homeschooled myself than even when I was in school. Okay, okay. So that, that actually worked out. 
how let me ask you, how was your relationship like okay, by by you going through this and I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just asking questions here. How was your relationship in school with other people? Like how were you acting with other people? Very distant. That's so you was very distant. Best thing I so could now say. this is what I'm trying to say. As a as a a school teacher or a um social worker at mm-hmm. school, you know, I think I think some of these social workers and teachers should be able to pick up on signs where, you know, some of the kids kids are being abused, right? Or something is going on where You would think so. Yeah, you would you would say, wait a minute, this is not right. Let me bring I'ma call you Veronica yeah, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Let me bring Veronica in and let me speak to Veronica because you know this. She's very distant from everybody. Yeah. Let me see what's going on in her life. So you saying none of the teachers or nobody ever even see, seen anything like that? Wow. But you were just. But distant. you know what? If I wasn't here telling my story now, nobody would look at me and think I went through what I went through. Right. I'm. I guess I have an extraordinarily great poker face. Mm. I've learned to smile and laugh when I felt torment on the inside. And this is a lesson I want to ask or I want to kind of share. Is that a good or bad thing? That's a... Mm, I mean, if I was... If you, you want to ask me, I'm going to say it's a bad thing. Yeah. Because then we don't know the truth. Right. Because I feel like, you know, people are screaming for help all the time. Yeah. But because people have, like you said, the poker face... You you don't really know what's going on, but yeah. people are screaming. That's why when you hear, and I'm not I'm not talking about you, but I'm just mm-hmm. talking in general. When you hear someone commit suicide, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Whoa!" You know, like, what I, led up to like, that? what led up to that? You're, yeah. you're like shocked. You're like, "Wait a minute, why?" I thought that person had, but no, they may have that poker face on where they where you feel like everything is going right in their world, but they yeah. really hiding it. Right. And I think that's a bad thing because we we shouldn't hide things that hurt us. We we need to let it out. Expose it, find people to talk to, yeah. find help. You get what I'm saying? Not saying that, I'm, and I'm not talking. But I think this is a world too, where mm-hmm. no matter what you've gone through, most people, if not ninety nine point nine 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 percent of people on Earth won't care, and won't they don't care. care. Yes. So I think, I mean, we could bring up we we could bring up Robin Williams. Yes, exactly. You there thought were, he was you thought he was the happiest person in on the yeah, world. There were no signs that were just like I mean. Away from being around him in uh, mm-hmm. in his immediate space, I'm sure his family probably saw signs. Or uh, Chad would Bozeman, mm, yeah, he with cancer, right? That he was sick, and you d- you didn't know. But imagine if he would have said it, then the studios would have been like, "Oh, he's a liability. He may get sick on on set, or maybe they wouldn't have hired him for certain movies." So sometimes, unfortunately. So did you feel like? And that's what I'm, I'm asking questions. You know, just to kind of you know. So so. If any young women out there, women out there are going through this, they could understand. Do you feel like, you know, if you would had exposed him, that your career in music would have been over? Oh, he made me feel like without him, I would never be nothing. Okay. So okay. that answers that. Okay. That I literally was like, not only can I not tell my parents or my dad was incarcerated, uh-huh. uh, I can't tell my mom. I can't tell my brother because he's going to tell my mom. I can't tell my grandmother. She's going to tell my mom. Uh-huh. And on top of that, he has my career in the palm of his hands. I was signed to him. I wasn't, when it came to my my music, I wasn't green. I knew the power of a contract. 
Right. I knew that once you sign your name to the dotted line, you are supposed to do your part and they're supposed to do their part. Mm -hmm. So I knew, okay, damn, my music and my voice is stuck with this person. Now, if if somebody came at me like that now, I would be like, go fuck off. Right. Like, take, take the contract, shove it up your ass and turn the corner and jump off a bridge. Okay. But I wasn't that person then. Right. Well, you young. That's what I'm saying. You young. Yeah. So let me ask you. Okay, you said it was anal sex. Mm-hmm. Ha- did it ever turn into penetration? It, it did. It actually turned into it. Uh, we were staying at the Eden Rock Hotel. Eden Rock Hotel. And how to- old were you? I'm trying to get the timeline here. How I old was, were you at this time? When I lost my actual virginity, I was 22, 22 and a half. Okay, so this happened at 22 and a half? Mm-hmm. Wow. I was so, but all that time before that was never know. Wow, because he used to at that point remember she was gone. Right. So he was like, if we're gonna be together, then like you know, I want to keep that special. I will never forget the way I lost my virginity. We stayed at the Eden Rock Hotel. The Eden Rock, you, anybody that used to come in Miami, they will host like these music seminar events. Yeah, yeah, Eden Rock down down South Beach. Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was sleep. And I woke up, and he was inside of me. We got a caller. Let me see if this caller. Caller, you live. What's your name? Where you calling from? Ooh, they got they got scared. Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's so what happened? that's how I lost my virginity. Oh, so you just woke? So I woke up and with I him felt, doing what? And he, I felt pain, and uh-huh. he was on top of me. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" And that's how I lost my virginity. I I will never be able to go back and choose who I want to give it to. Mm. And that to me is the most fucked up part about everything because I always said I'm going to be with one guy, mm-hmm. be with one family. Mm-hmm. And that to me was like the most fucked up thing. Right. You felt like he stole it from He you. did fucking steal yes, it. Yes, yes, he did. Wow. And and all of and, and, and with all of this, you still feeling trapped. Do, do you feel like you have help? Do you feel like I'm still not talking to my family at that point? So nobody knows what's going on. Nobody so, to knows. This, so you're talking about from the age of 15, now you're 22, nobody still knows what's going on. Your brother, and your brother had left the music My business. brother literally, I think, was only around me, around him for probably at the most a few months. Because when his girlfriend got pregnant, he mm-hmm. literally told him, your life is over. You ruined your career. You're mm-hmm. going to be nothing now. Shoe, go along. And my brother, instead of being like, Man, f you! Like I'm still gonna be great. He um, he was very he was young too. He was only like a year and a half older than me, uh-huh. and he believed it. And it he never turned back and really pursued music after that. Like even to this day. Wow. And he's talented. Wow, wow. So he was very convincing. Like if he says something, because we looked up to him, we right. believed it. Right. We believed it. We were it was like a little baby cult. We believed it. Yeah. Wow. So now. At the age, and now you're an adult. Yeah. Um, and like you said, you're, you're, you're trapped. You don't have nobody to talk to. I mean, how did you kind of move forward from there? Um, just kept working on music. Mm-hmm. Um, the the vaginal. Oh, sorry. The 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 vaginal was only like, eh, like every 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 blue moon because he kept this lie going on of oh well if we end up together then mm-hmm. like we got to keep that pure and and i know this is wrong but like that's really not holy and like all this twisted stuff 
And then I remember we moved in with his brother. Same thing. We were in the house with his brother. His brother had no clue. That's how good he was of hiding what was going on. His brother had no clue. And we were in a one bedroom apartment. We were sleeping on the on. He was on the big couch and I was on like the. Well, the I, I, I want to say I don't. I, and I just want to say something. Mm-hmm. I don't think the brother had no clue. I think the brother knew what was going on, but he didn't intervene. Because if you're in a one bedroom, you're saying you're in a one. And I'm, yeah. I'm not. This is not to say nothing about. And I don't want you to feel bad. Like when I say things, I'm just talking in, you know, yeah. of how I see things. I do feel like in a one bedroom apartment, you know what the hell is going on. But he would never like try to be sexual with me when his brother was there. Never. Wow. So he he did it. He was very strategic and. So this is a, a true predator. Oh this yeah, is what, yeah. This is what you call a true. Oh yeah. True predator. Like if I would have said something, there would have been no proof. Right. Like, there was no text messages. There was no emails. There was no. There was no proof. Let me ask you a question. How going through what you experienced? What would you say to say a young a young teenager, 12, 13, 14 year old? that's going through this like what would that's what would you say going through this? like this like that may experience something and and before it gets too crazy what would you say to them like because even if they're the type that maybe not have anybody to talk to because they'll say well i don't have no family i don't have nobody looking out to me what would you say to them like a young lady that a young girl that maybe almost like somebody is is, is a predator and they trying to get them under their you know Lock them in. If they're actively in the situation, I would let them understand. I would let them know. And I would say, please understand Mm -hmm. the longer you hold the secret, the worse it's going to get. It's not going to get better. It's actually going to get worse. Right. If they're in the music industry and they're under a contract and they feel that they're almost in a way legally obligated to go with anything that may be going along with that contract, understand that that's a piece of fucking paper. And at the end of the day, if you're a minor and the person that's holding that piece of paper is literally abusing you in this way, you have grounds to get out. Well, you I mean, that's like a whole nother. That's super fucking grounds to get out. But like that's a I think people hold too much weight to a piece of paper. Yeah, like, man. fucking sue me Fuck, then. Rip that shit up, burn it, and oh, keep it moving. If I could just go back, <laughs> right. I would be like, fucking sue me. <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm not right. about to deal with this. They but didn't. man, when I was in that place, that piece of paper meant everything. Like, yo, like, that shit was God. That piece of paper was God. Right. Okay, so you'll definitely tell them to run would be the least I would say. I would say run, like duh. But most importantly, mm-hmm. do not hold on to this person's secret as if you revealing it is going to make you look bad or you're guilty. And if anyone thinks you're guilty, fuck them and fuck them, the other person, too, right, that's doing it. Right, because they're totally wrong. Like, that's, I just, sometimes I get angry with the clarity that I have now that mm. I didn't have then. Like, I just want to go back and smack myself upside the head. No, and no, I no, can't. no. Listen, listen. Like I said, your story... We'll be able to free, we'll be able to free a lot of other people. So let's do this. Let's go take a quick break and we'll be right back, okay? You are tuned in to Ben Hop's Community Corner. My guest, Vanity, in the building right there. Round of applause. I got to give you a round of applause, girl. Thank you so much for being so strong 
um, right now. And we'll be right back. Don't forget, we will be right back. And uh, you can call in 305-749-6004. Let's go. We'll be right back. These are my confessions Just when I thought I said all I can say My chick on the side Says she got one on the way These are my confessions Man, I'm thrown and I don't know what to do I guess I gotta give part two of my confessions If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it all Damn, they cried when I got that phone call I'm so dumb I think I ever had to do Got me talking to myself Asking how I'm gonna tell you About that chick on part one I told y'all I was creeping with Creeping with Say she's three months pregnant And she's keeping it The first thing that came to mind Was you Second thing was How do I know if it's mine And is it true Third thing was me wishing That I never did what I did How I ain't ready for no kidding Bye bye to our relationship These are my confessions Just when oh, I thought I said All oh, I can say My chick on the side This is your girl, D.P. Jeter. Keep it locked and loaded right here on ExcitementRadio.com. T-Fly. 
dress Getting ratchet You going up, down, up, down Yes, we are back. We are back. Ben Hops Community Corner. We are back. Special guest, round of applause for my girl Vanity in the building. Yo, of, yo. And of course, my wife's texting me. Can you stop saying, <laughs> can I ask you a question? I'm like, I'm trying to ask questions to find out what's going on. Yeah, my it's, wife, it's, my it's wife is like, can you to, stop? <laughs> to kind of go back and reflect and put myself in that time. Uh-huh. So it's, it's not a bad thing. There you go. Okay, so let me ask you. So... We were looking at the Stockholm Syndrome. So let me read that real quick. Um, Stockholm Syndrome is a psychological response. It occurs when a hostage or abused person 
um, bonds with the abuser or the or the person that's you know keeping them captive. Hmm. So this is a it, this and now this is a psychological syndrome that occurs. So if you ever heard like say um, someone who like say kidnapped someone and put them in a basement mm-hmm. and then they kept them there, but after like they start developing this Stockholm syndrome, like they feel safety with right them. now they they start feeling you know they feel. Um, they start bonding with the victim now. They start bonding with the abuser. With like the abuser. You, you, so they start bonding with them. So now that that abuser is no longer, you know, a bad person is mm-hmm. not a bond with them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in that in that sense you were suffering from that yeah. because like you said if if it was hard for you to you know break away or do certain things it was kind of like you was you was psychologically and that's that's where the mind battles come in like you yeah. said. That's where the mind battles come in like you were um, stuck in that mind frame. Um, yeah. So, can you walk us? What happened after that? Now you like a young adult. Now I'm a young adult. Uh huh. And, uh, um, I mean, he took a jewel away, mm-hmm. and you just got to make the best out of it. I, w- I was saying to you on break that I do feel like a hundred percent because I always had that fantasy of like being with the one guy and like only doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that I did say, well, it's been, I, you know, this started when I was 15 and a half and I'm 22 now. Like, Hmm, maybe we could end up together. Even certain things he would say, like, right. They go to Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Like you're bonding with your captor, with well, your abuser. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm here and, and all this happened. So I might as well, but then, mm-hmm. of course, with sex comes pregnancy. Okay. And that's when everything changed. Mm. So when I was made to be his sense of pleasure, mm-hmm. I still was nothing to him. I still was like, it still was mental abuse and, oh, you'll never be nothing. You're brown skin. You're not beautiful. You're not skinny enough. You're not this. I went through eating disorder. I, I went through all of that. Mm. But when I found out I was pregnant, mm. then it became, I would never let a woman like you have my child. If wow. you try to have the baby, I'm going to have my brother find you, kill you, take the baby away, or I would fight for full custody. I will do all these things. Now, this is what he's actually saying? Or yes, verbatim. So he's saying verbatim. Verbatim. Okay. Like, at his brother's house, his brother's in the other room. I remember we had this conversation. His brother was in the other room watching TV, and we're on the couch. And the way I knew I was pregnant was because I was I took a shower, and I almost fainted in the shower. Because I guess when you're pregnant, like, you're you're uh, temperature can rise right. to the point where you just get really hot or something. Uh-huh. And I literally looked in the mirror and I was like, could I be pregnant? Right. But mind you, at that point, we had only had like vaginal sex maybe four times ever. Okay. okay. Um. So, yeah, I snuck and went to Dollar Tree and I bought their little, they do work. The Dollar Tree tests do work. And I literally went to Dollar Tree and I took one test and it came out positive. I was like, oh, shit. Right. And I bought like five more and they all were positive. And I was like, oh, my God. So me thinking, well, this has been going on since 15. I'm 20, uh, 20 maybe 23 at that point. And okay. I'm like, okay, so 
me and him are just going to be together. Like, I'm still going to be an artist. I'm going to have the baby. I'm going to let him know that I'm pregnant and he's going to be okay with it because, well, duh, you're an adult. You know that sex equals the possibility of pregnancy. Like, I'm an adult. I know that. That was not the way the conversation went. I literally sat down and I said, today I found out that I'm pregnant. He said, so what you going to do? I said, what do you mean? I'm going to have a baby. What are you talking about? Hmm. No woman like you going to be having a baby of mine. And I said, what do you mean a woman like me? Well, you can have the baby, but if you have the baby, either I'm going to take full custody or you're going to come up missing. Shh, the baby may come up missing. You know, my brother can't say his name, but you know, my brother, such and such, you know, I can, I can arrange where you'll come up missing. Mind you, at this time, I was still not talking to my family. My mom didn't even know I was sexually active with this person. My mom knew nothing. My dad didn't know. I think he was in a halfway house at this time. I had no way of contacting him. My sister, my brothers, nobody knew. It was me, him, and his brother, and my world. Nobody else. Wow. So how did you feel after that conversation? I, he told me to go to the doctor to confirm that I was pregnant. I went to the doctor. They told me I was seven weeks pregnant. Mm-hmm. And everything was healthy. And, you know, like in the state of Florida, they like, it's fine. As soon as you say you're pregnant, they like trying to give you everything. I was like, okay, so we don't have all the money, but like the baby will be fine. The baby will be taken care of. It'll be fine. And I came back home. I said, they did confirm that I was pregnant. And he said, again, what are you going to do? And I said, why do you keep asking me what I'm going to do? Like in my mind, abortion was not even on the table as an option. Like, right, right. so I'm like, what wouldn't you keep saying what I'm going to do? What are you saying? What are you saying? Well, I'm saying that nobody like you is going to have a baby of mine. So I finally came to the realization, uh, okay, so basically I'm going to have to either run, go to the police, or do what he's basically insinuating for me to do. Was this the wake-up call, man? Was this like the, like the, sna- the, the, the change... I wish it would have been the wake-up call. Okay, okay, okay. So when he said that, you, you realized that it wasn't, it wasn't... I didn't have... I basically... Mm-hmm. Take your time. All I remember is he told me to make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Um... It was a women's and teens clinic in North Miami Beach. And he told me to make an appointment. Mm -hmm. We went there. I sat right next to the window. And I was trying to, like, not say that I didn't want to be there. But I was sitting at the window hoping that the lady would notice that I didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. And I, I filled out the paperwork. And he was sending niggas to me. And... And when, when the lady called me back, she was like, is anybody forcing you to do this? And I don't know if it's that she noticed, like, something weird with his body language. Mm-hmm. But she was like, is anybody forcing you to do this? And I was like, no. No, nobody's forcing me. And she's like, are you sure? And I already had the gown on and everything. And she's like, no, no. I'm like, no. Nobody's forcing me to do this. And I walked back there. I laid on the table. And the doctor told me what they're about to do. And I literally was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And I went back in the lobby. I will never forget the way he looked at me. I went back in the lobby. 
and I was sitting here and he was on my right and I said, I cannot do this. Please don't make me do this. And he literally looked at me like if the as if the devil jumped in his body and mm-hmm. he looked at me in my face and he didn't even say nothing. He didn't even say one word. And I just I had to fucking do it. I didn't feel like I had a choice. Right. I I applaud you for your strength right now. We'll take a quick break, all right? We'll be back. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back. We are back. We are back. We are back. Um, first of all, I do want to applaud my special guest that's in the building. I do want to give a, a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. I do want to give you. Let me make sure that applause comes out nice and crisp. <laughs> I, I I want to say I want to applaud you um, on your strength, number one, because I want to say that... Um, you know, it's not easy. It's not easy. This is te- this is kind of like reliving yeah. the moment, reliving the situation, reliving the 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 terror. And you know, I know it's not easy. So I do applaud you for that. I do commend you for on your strength. Thank you. And um, you know, so we're gonna kind of close it out. So my question to you is, when did you realize? Like you had to move or you had to cut this person off or this was it. Like that was the final straw. Like when did that come about? Ironically, it came about when I got into this band here in South Florida. And I was making like maybe a thousand to twelve hundred a week. Uh-huh. That's how much we performed. We only did like corporate gigs. Okay. And he was still in the picture. He was just lying and saying, oh, we're going to do this musically. We're going to do that musically. Um, The level of, like, mental abuse had gotten so high that I had just already started backing up away from him. I had met a whole nother guy. Like, I was like, there was no, I was older at this point. So there was no opportunity. I had put my foot down like, we're not, no. Okay. After the baby thing, I was like, okay, that's it. That was actually probably what really sealed the nail in the coffin for him. Okay. Cause I'm like, I'm a, I'm gonna still work with you cause we're in a contract. And then I, you know, I'm thinking I didn't have a choice, but like that personal stuff, we're not doing that no more. Cause you're okay. like the devil's cousin. Mm-hmm. But what sealed the absolute nail was when I was making my own money, being independent. And he contacted the band and said, Oh, she's in breach of contract. Basically. Uh, if you guys keep booking her for shows, you know, uh, I'm going to sue you. Wow. And I said, wait a minute. So let me go back. You t- 
take my virginity when I wake up. You tell me my family's a devil. You separate me from my family. Uh, I'm supposed to keep everything a secret. You make me get an abortion. And on top of that, I can't make fucking money. For some reason, I was willing to take all the abuse and wear it on my shoulder. But when he got in the way of the one fucking reason that I was working with him in the first place, which was to provide for my family, I said, that's it. I'm fucking done. Right. And I literally took that money. I got my own place um, on like 69th and Collins. That's some... I forgot what the whole. So that, were you still living with him at the time? No, I literally got my stuff and I left. He was still okay. in Florida. Okay. He was living at the Flamingo. Uh-huh. I got my stuff and left. Like I was literally sleeping in my rental car. Like I was done. Mm-hmm. I was like, I cannot. And I've always been the type of person that I will take an L for someone else, even if that L hurts me. Right. In a lot of ways, I'm still that person to this day. But for some reason, I'm like, so I can't. It's like I'm just not even existing with you. Right. In no way. In no way, shape, or form. And that just made it where I, you, you like, you're, you're trying to trap me. Like, now I can't make money. Because in his mind, like, I used to sell CDs on Lincoln Road and Ocean Drive. Mm-hmm. And I actually made it in the Miami Herald. Mm-hmm. We sold so much CDs. But what people didn't know was that when we would, it was me and another promotional girl that came down here at one point. When we went home. We had to hand him the money like he was pimping us. Wow. So when after the whole like he made me have the abortion, all of this. And then I'm like, OK, like we're not I'm not even going to allow you to deal with me because now I'm like I'm more I'm, I'm like 23 and a half at that point. Like I got a little swag on me. Not a lot. Just a little bit. Like I'm like, OK, I'm feeling myself. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like I'm gonna go get my paper. Like I guess he got intimidated by the ideal of if I let her make money, she can escape. She can find her own. Or she may be around people that's going to... Or that too. Empower her and and really mess me over. When he did that, and that guy called me and said, unfortunately, we love you so much, but we will not be able to book you anymore. And I knew that my money source had been cut off. I was done with him. Like D-O-N-E, done. What club was this? Can you tell me what club? What what what, what club? What space this, was this? This we used to do wedding gigs, like a lot oh, of corporate gigs. Oh, wedding gigs. Gig. Okay, yeah, yeah, corporate yeah. gigs. Corporate okay, gigs. Okay, yeah, okay. and the money okay. was great. All right, I got you. When he did that, for some reason, that just struck a nerve. Mm. And I and I hate to say that none of the other things did, but for some reason that, because I do music because I love it, but at the same time. What person do you know, like, go hard and pay for music for free? For free, right. I, I mean, got you. I got the you. point is to, like, make a living out of it. The point is to make a living. When Correct. he did that, that was that was it. I just, I just, I guess that's, I, I think being a little more mature and realizing that this person is trying to trap you in every way, shape, or form, point blank to, like, period. Like, there is no escaping this. He won't even let you make money. And when I was making that money, I never gave him the impression that all of a sudden I was going to like abandon him or 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 anything like that. I was still willing to work with him, but I was still willing to honor our contract. So all, let me let me go back to my question earlier. All this time now, how many songs did y'all release? <laughs> Where that what it was did y'all release more songs or like this I'm trying to understand. No, once we came to Florida, the focus well I came to Florida at the end of 2006 by 2000 Maybe the end of 2007, that's when I had started um, selling my CDs on Lincoln Road and Ocean Drive. Like, uh-huh. a lot of the people on South Beach that know me know me from then. A lot of my friends that I met actually met me then. 
Okay. Um, so that was the only album that we put together. And I used to sell it for $10. And people would be like, that's not you. And I would have to sing in person. Just so they could believe it. And I, <laughs> I had to do it so much that I ended up losing my voice. And that's the only oh, reason wow. yeah, that I stopped doing it. Mm, okay. But for some reason, that just, that connected the dots for me. Like, all the abuse just set in a box with a top on it. But then when he added that and tried to close the box, the box wouldn't close. Right. And the box was overflowing with the truth. And I was like, oh, hell no. Like, I can't do this. I'm 23 and a half at this point. I'm like, no, no, this is not about to keep going on. And I just literally cut that shit off. That's how I know, like, I count my strength out sometimes, if that makes sense. Like, I... I, I no, I understand. If that makes sense. I understand. Yeah, because I chose that day to walk away from my abuser. I, I believe we are... Okay, i give you an example. It's just like smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. i give you an example of how we have the power to do what we need to do. Yeah. My mother um, smoked... I'm talking about... I grew up in New York, Brooklyn, East New York, Brownsville... Mm-hmm. Smoked cigarettes for as long as I can remember. Wow. And then when we moved down to Florida, of course, you know, she's getting older, whatever. Mm-hmm. She went to her uh, a doctor appointment and the doctor told her, you keep smoking cigarettes, you will die. Mm. She quit smoking that same day. Wow. So what I'm trying to say to what you're saying is we can do anything. It's the it's the matter. Like we got to take out a we got to take out. Of our heads that we can't that we can't yeah so if we say we can do this we can do it we can do yeah. it so don't put that in your head that you can't do it yeah so like you said your strength was there it's just that and this is what the, the this is what the predator this is what the abuser does the abuser makes you feel like you're no good mm-hmm. and that you can't do it on your own yep so you have to understand it's like the um narcissist it's like the and that's the, what he was. He uh, was a narcissist. That's what I'm saying. These 100%. people make you feel like you're always wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you start believing them... You, you gain control. Yeah, you let them gain control. And you lose control. You lose control because they gain control. I, will, I literally never saw the guy that I was dealing with at that time. I've never seen him again. Like, I literally have never seen him again. Mm-hmm. But he will never know this. But he was the first guy that I dealt with after the abuser he was the first normal guy i dealt with and even though i never told him what was going on he never knew what was going on he helped me step into my strength to say fuck my abuser and to run away from him it was and i i guess it's because i had never been with a guy period in my world no other man even existed right right so mm-hmm. that little moment like the little few months that i dealt with him helped me realize Oh, there's other guys on the planet that like me. Like, so he does think I'm beautiful. Like, oh, okay. So basically him telling me I'm not this. So it's like all his lies became unraveled. And it was like. Were you, I I wanted to ask you this earlier. Were growing up, because you say you was 15 when you first started, Mm -hmm. you know, abusing you. Were you one of those kids that were overdeveloped? Because I know a lot of times um, young girls may look older because of their development. Do, do you remember? I was, I was um, always tall. Like I like now I'm 5'9". I was 5'7 for years. I don't know at what point I hit 5'7". Mm-hmm. But I mean, I looked like a 
so if, uh, if someone looked at you and you were 15, would you say that they may think you were like older? Yeah, like maybe like 18 or 18, 19. 19. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, but right. um, I don't know. Like I, I, I definitely feel like me stepping out and dealing with him. Right. Even though now he's like so irrelevant. Like if I saw him, I wouldn't even acknowledge that. I guy. was going to say, if you see him, <laughs> let me. <laughs> I was going to say, if you see him walking down the street right now, if you see him just walking no, down like, the street. I'll be like, thank you for helping me find my son. You want to take you. a bat and bust him in the head with it? Oh, you mean the guy? I'm talking about the guy. not. No, let me tell you. So the guy okay. reached out to me. The predator the reached predator. out to me a few weeks ago on Facebook as if nothing had happened. And he says something to effect of, yo, what's up, homie? Uh, I see you doing such and such and such. Um, I got some things going on. Reach out to me. He left his number. Block. Now, I also have this Google Plus number I've had for years. Uh-huh. Like, it's a 305 number I've had, like, literally. You know, I want to say more than block. Motherfucker, what the no, fuck but you calling me for? I'll put I... your ass. I will whoop <laughs> your ass. Why the fuck is you calling me? What the fuck? But anyway, I'm just saying, that's how I feel right now. Like, that's how I feel right now, but go ahead. That's what I wanted to say, but this person is a narcissist. After, okay, so years ago, after I got signed to Cash Money Records, Uh he found my number and called me, and I answered the phone, and I'm like, hello, but the number was unknown, which is why now I don't answer unknown Unknown calls. calls, And then he said who he was, (laughs) and I was like, oh, hey, like, you know, just keeping it cordial. And he was like, can you ask if I could be your executive producer for your project and i said uh no because i'm pretty sure that they already have people in mind and then the conversation went from positive to super negative oh that's why you're not gonna be nothing no way and i hung up on him that was the last time we spoke and that was like in 2010 wow so all these years he doesn't he doesn't live here right no does he live in south florida um you don't know i hope not oh okay okay. i think he lives if you do we gonna find your ass and we about that nah (laughs) I wanted to, oh my God, there's so much I wanted to say, but one thing I've learned about narcissists, you will never be right. No, you will never. So you're wasting your energy. You are wasting your energy. Do not, do not waste your energy. So he reached out to me on my Google voice number and he sent a message like making fun of this other guy that was signed that stopped going to church and he Uh like kicked him off the label because remember he got, you got to be holy and stuff. And he was just talking smack, talking smack, talking smack. So I blocked him there. Then... He reaches out to the girl that came down to Florida with us to help promote my project when mm-hmm. I was out selling CDs. Right. And he said to her, oh, um, now this is going to give a dead clue away for his dumb ass. I hope he's listening. He says, hey, um, I know you're older now, but you still look good. I hope your kids are good. I hope your husband's good. Yeah, I just uh, did. A, I just inked a deal with Sony or Warner or something. And I want to know if you want to work. So the girl was like, Psh. I don't want to work your crazy ass pretty much was her response. And he went in on her. He went in on her, her kids, her husband, all of this stuff. So it just proves that even though I've grown and she's grown and all these people have grown, this man is the same narcissistic predator. No, that he he will never change. He will never change. He will never change. So I don't want to see him because he would not be able to deal with who I am today because there will be no tears. There will be like. I think you'll knock him out first. I probably would knock his ass out. And then when he wakes up, you probably knock him out one more time. And then when he wakes up the third time, then you may. And if and if and if it wasn't that I would get in trouble for her, I would right. rain a bob at him. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah. I would cook it. <laughs> 
and like wow. fucking feed it to like I it would be no finding it. Yeah, yeah. But no. luckily, let me. Ask I'm you, not that person. But let me let me ask you this: uh, Do you feel like will will it will it will will they ever be a time? Do you feel like will there ever be a time where you may expose them and say this? Because you know I've seen social media because social media now everybody can see it. Yeah, where you can sh- show a picture of that person and say this person right here is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, abused me when I was 15 years old and is in the music business. And if you're working with this motherfucker, run for the hills. Like, do you think you ever? I want to do that mm-hmm. more than I ever want to make $10. Mm. But I know that there's a such thing called defamation of character. And unless I have physical proof of everything, I, even though I have my brother that will contest, now my mother, my father, the girl that came down to south florida with i have this the all this long list i have the fuck i have if i had to get a subpoena the camera footage from the day i went to the clinic and he was sitting next to me i have i know that i could get that if it was need be right so you feel like if you say that 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 was gonna start a war because he's a narcissist and he cannot be exposed i mean that is not a thing that's gonna happen he is never ever going to put his name on the line or or leave a trace of anything it's gonna always be him against you so anyone that knew me from chicago knows exactly who i'm talking about do you do your mom d- uh, d- does your mom know about like after all of this did your yeah, mom I t- find I t- out yeah i told my mom and oh yeah we, we spoke about that yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. i was i was in the car with my mom and my dad um years ago uh-huh and i thought my mom had told my dad okay that he had gotten me pregnant and made me have an abortion and my dad almost crashed the car because he was like what the he was like i didn't know nothing he was so livid and even to this day he's so livid he's like if i ever see him it's like wow it's never gonna be and this and this person is still in the music industry is that what you're saying that's what he led my friend to believe the years ago on a board day i literally looked him up and it was a girl in chicago that said that he hosted like a music party at his house and he had all these young guys and her and some other girls and he tried to drug her and have sex with her. That was the last, and I'm like, right. so to answer your question, I think the way that I feel is kind of like maybe how some of those women in the me too thing felt like maybe they're like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to. But then it's like, if, if something were to come out where someone's already like, putting him on blast like that, then I probably would be like, yeah, I can kind of confirm what she's saying because these things happen. Right. But see, this is what I, and I, I just want to add something because we about to close it out. Yeah. I want to add something because I think, um, I've, you, we all have seen it. We all have seen it where, you know, women like say one, a, a woman comes out and, uh, exposes like say a big TV anchor person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden now you see all these women coming out there and then you wonder, cause sometimes you wonder, well, if that's the case and, and, and I'm hearing your story now, now, yeah. now I, I can understand. But before, yeah. you know, I would say, well, why, if y'all did that, why y'all didn't say something before? Like why all of a sudden y'all coming out? But now sometimes, unfortunately, I hate to say this. You don't want to be the first. I get it now, but see, I get it now. Yeah, it it, it kind of makes sense now. Where I because you've seen like 
the TV anchor person or the the big TV host or the big radio host, and 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 they were abusing women, and and then nobody came out, but then somebody said something, and then. It was like it opened the floodgates where now 10, 15 women behind because us said that, the same thing happened. It takes, like I may have strength telling it now mm-hmm. or it may be perceived that I'm strong for telling it. But it would be a whole nother thing if I came on here and I'm showing pictures and I'm saying the name. That's, I'm not there yet. I, I just, I hope that he just like vanishes from the earth so that he can't do this to someone else My. before I would have to, because then it's like, if I say his name, am I prosecuting him? Am I like, like, I don't know. I, I, I get what you said. I get like, what you're saying. I, I, I do feel, see, this is a thin line right now. And I do feel, I hear what you're saying, but I, I don't know. I mean, for me, for me, not for you. I'm just talking for me. Yeah. I just feel like someone like this needs to be exposed whether it just be like y'all be careful because this person did this this and did to me at least i'm not saying you need to do that i'm just saying for me like i just feel like that would expose this person to the point where now other people could be like beware be aware of what the situation is that's all i'm saying but i'm not saying you have to do that well if i did that it would certainly have to be done in a go to the police type of way right because I certainly. You gotta look at the statute of limitations yeah, and I don't all even that. Yeah, because it's in Chicago, right? It happened in so Chicago and got, it happened here. Right. Okay. And it continued here. Well, what I'm saying, statute of limitations, as far as your age at the time, mm-hmm. him having sex with a minor, right. 15, right. it was not consensual. Like, what are the statute of limitations? I'm pretty sure they still in effect because them them things last for like 30 years. <laughs> they don't. Oh, that's I not, didn't know that. That's not something that just. You know, goes like, away kind of. Yeah, yeah, like I know murder, mur- there's no statute of limitations of murder. Like you could kill somebody at the age of 20, and if they you find you up. at 75, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. But yeah. what I'm saying is, I, like with different states, I'm not sure with, when it comes to like sex with a minor because, you know, different age groups also put you in different situations. Right. Because, yes, you were 15 at the time when, he, when, when the first incident occurred. Right. But then. You turn 16, like, you know, it depends on the state. What, yeah, and I think it even changed for Chicago. Like, right. I, I would have to look into that, but I will say that's that. That's a battle that, you know, not saying that you have to do that yeah. battle, but that's a different battle. If I do that, right. it will be done the right way. Correct. He will have people knocking at his door, locking his ass up. There you go. Instead of me just saying it, and it's like, well, what, I mean, but I, I don't you. want shit from him. Like, I just really want him to vanish from the earth. Like, if that you. was a possibility, that would be great. Round of applause. Hold on, let me get a caller. Caller, you live. What's your name? Where you calling from? Caller? Hello, hello? Okay, once again. <laughs> you can call in 305-749-6004. Don't be scared. Yeah, but let, be let, scared. Let, me, let me give you a round of applause, number one. Like I said, once again, round of applause to you. Because of your, uh, of your strength. Um, I just want to give it to you because it's definitely um, um, is 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 hard to come out just to talk about and relive basically yeah. what you went through. And um, the main thing for today yes, was that's listen. What I want to do, parents, please, 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 if your child has someone in their life, no matter if they're in sports, music, film, no matter what it is, 
if you notice that that person is trying to create a line of separation, create space, create tension, please pay attention to the red flags because my story could be your child's story. Period. Like, once the abuse starts, mm. normally it does not end until the person gets caught or the the person that's being abused, like, runs away or or... Or for some people, it's been going on for years and they end up marrying their abuser or like, you know, what if what if he wouldn't have had me get rid of the child? I would have really been that. I mean, you have to hear my story and understand that the way that it built up was it could be your child. My parents didn't my parents didn't, um, mm-hmm. you know, like hand me to an abuser. This person presented himself to be a man of God. This person presented himself to be a trustworthy person. This person presented himself to be a good person, a loyal person. But because more my dad wasn't there, he was incarcerated. But my, because my mom was so busy parenting six other kids, it's like she wasn't either able or maybe she didn't even notice the signs. Mm-hmm. But no matter if you work 10 jobs, have 15 kids, Pay if you have that one kid that's doing something that requires them to um, have other adults around them. Pay attention to that relationship because mm-hmm. there are certain signs that are obvious, and then there are certain signs that are hidden. And that's the purpose of me telling my story. Right. That's really what it is. Like, don't be, don't, and and like he said, if you if you um, some parents like are living vicariously through their kids because maybe they didn't achieve certain things. So maybe there's a a, a mom that was a singer. And then she ended up having three kids. So in her mind, her career is over. So now she has this daughter. The daughter's beautiful. And oh, my God, the daughter sings like I did. She's even better. And all these people want to work with her. Like, love your daughter more than the ideal than of the her business, achieving right. what you didn't achieve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your sons. Mm-hmm. Don't hand your, your kids to the wolves. Because mm-hmm. that's essentially what some of these parents are doing. And, and don't do it for the money. No, it's not worth it. It's not. It's not worth it. Because because these memories, even if I became like this huge artist, these memories don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with this when I'm alone and your fans aren't there and your friends aren't there. I have to go back and retrace. And unfortunately, I do feel like the person I am today wants to go back and just tell that person, "Yo, run!" Like this ain't making sense. Like you know, it's not making sense. Like she's not adding up. Just run, but you can't go back. You lost the lot. The time is gone. So let me ask you: Is that the the name change? The 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 hairstyle change? Like I'm just ready to be me. Like I don't want. I don't know who Veronica was. Like he just gave me that name because oh, vanity means vain. Well, I, maybe I need to be a little bit more vain because maybe if I was a little bit more vain, when fuck boys come, I'll be like, Nah, bruh, nah, mm-hmm, bruh. Mm-hmm. I don't care about no contract. I don't care about no opportunity. If you want to work on music, let's work on music. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be with me and I choose to be with you, cool. But if not, back the fuck up. There you go. Maybe it takes a little vanity to to stand on your own two feet and be assertive and not take half of the crap that people are trying to hand you. Maybe it takes that. There you go. Round of applause, girl. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe it takes that. Oh, man. I got to give you a round of applause. There you go. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I I mean, you are definitely a soldier for the cause. Yeah. You are, you know, I commend you um, for, for 
you know, sharing your story. And, you know, I commend you for where you at now, you know, because like I said, I would have never known. Like you said, you carry it. You, you got that poker face. I would have never known yeah. because, you know, all I hear coming out from from you is, is good music. And, and you you do a lot of good music. Matter of fact, we have the song too. We do that. We have to play. We do. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 get this song on and just give me a little, you know, background on it. So this song is uh, well. Now that those who've been watching know my story, you will obviously be able to hear where this song came from. But this song is simply called "Don't Give a Damn" because I feel like he didn't give a damn. I feel like predators don't give a damn. They just they are narcissists and the world evolves around them and nobody else matters. And it doesn't matter what the consequences to others' lives. They just don't care. So this song, world premiere, is called Don't Give a Damn. We're going to play it and we'll come back and close it out. All right, let's go. You don't care about no Vanity. You don't give Come on. Damn. I 
like this. I like this girl. This is fire right here. Thank you. <laughs> this is fire. Round of applause. Oh man. Thank you. Like I told you. Like I told you. Oh. Oh. It's <laughs> like it's it's just. Your, your Trauma music. makes for the best music, oh, though. Yes. It really does. Yes. You'd be like, oh, okay. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Your music is fire, girl. Thank and, you. Uh, and this, like I said, no no exception. This is fire. Thank, um, you, thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm and I'm and I'm hearing what you're saying. And I heard yeah. the story. So I'm even connecting even more with it right now. Like to me, like I'm about to tear like wet rub my eye right now because I'm hearing what you're saying and connecting with it. Like yeah. wow. Thank you so much. Oh man, I appreciate you so Thank much. You, you. you don't know how much I appreciate you. Wow. So, I enjoyed this. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I feel like it was information that we needed to, to, to get out there. And, yeah. You know, thank you so much. Like I said, any, uh, any last words before we get out of here? Just, I don't know. It's like, I know that there's a lot of artists mm-hmm. that. Um, you know how they used to say like, oh, this person's really hungry. Like this person really want it. Like don't want it so bad that you're mm-hmm. willing to accept abuse or accept being mistreated in any way. Cause I feel like when I was younger, mm-hmm. I was so hungry. Mm-hmm. I was so thirsty for it that I knew in my gut that I was being mistreated, that I was being treated wrong. But I just like, mm-hmm. I accepted less than. Mm-hmm. And even even when I wasn't, even when I left him, I accepted less than in certain situations. It's like, bro, like, don't want nothing in life bad enough to accept abuse, period. We can have a whole another panel about abuse, just in general, domestic, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't want nothing in life that much. If you want it that much, you got to check yourself in the mirror. You and, you, and the parents, you shouldn't want it that much. Mm-hmm. That's the, really... The sum of the story. There you go. There you go. Don't don't want something so bad where you're gonna let yourself get abused by yep. it. Wow. Thank you so much, Vanity. Thank you. Vanity. <laughs> Thank you. You my sister for life, girl. You yeah, know that. Yeah, y'all always know. have shown love and I will always, always come through here, man. Yes. I really appreciate it. You, you know this is your home, right? This is a safe haven right here. Yes. Trust me. Yes. Safe haven right here. You know, we show love. Um, you know, we operate in love. Yeah. We want to operate in love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's what we do here. So thank you so much. Thank you. Um, hey, I, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Definitely, you guys, you know, we're going to have the podcast up. Yeah. And, I, and I'll tag everybody in it when the podcast yeah. is up. So thank Definitely. you so much. And uh, we, we out of here. Yes. Any shout outs? Let them know. Um, oh, I want to shout out social young, media too. Yes, um, my new social media. So all of my social media will be changed to Vanities Music. So that's V A N I T Y S uh-huh. Music with an S. Um, and I want to give a big shout out to Young Hollywood. He actually is my engineer. He mixes my records, and I literally sent that record to him. I'm like, yo, I need it like literally in a day, like for real. And he sent it, and it was awesome. And um. I'm just really glad to to have the team that I have that support me. And shout out to my sister. Shout out to my homegirl, Anjali. Um, shout out to my family. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Excitement Radio, oh. Ben Hop, Shaw Will. Y'all know what it is. There you go. Thank you, baby girl. <laughs> yes. You. And make sure you support 
Vanity, follow her. She got great. She's gonna. She ha- have great music, but she's gonna come out with even more and yeah. better and hotter things. This year is all about transparency. So this is my first song where I'm just like putting my fear to the side and I'm just gonna say what's on my heart. So oh man. and then you killing that's it. it. <laughs> you killing it, girl. You killing it. So thank you. Definitely look. Definitely looking forward to more. Uh, projects from you yeah. and you know you know we support you 100% here so thank you thank you so much round of applause Yay. yeah y'all have a good 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 <laughs> evening y'all we out peace thank you Radio, number one digital station in Miami. Let's do it.